Yes! Ah, let's go! Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. Welcome on back in! Welcome back in. I hope you're having a great start to your week, wherever this podcast finds you. I hope you're doing well. First, I'd like to thank Patreon over in the squad. We have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan and Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V Antonoff. Thank you all so much. Over in the Angels, we have Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. If you want to thank Chris, go pick up some litter today. Go give the world a hug. Do your part for the environment. We only get one. I'd also like to thank Mason Tim at MT underscore the underscore RMT. Mason, we had a little uh, phone chat over the weekend, and it just warmed my heart to be able to connect with your friends and just, you know, just just let someone else in and just coexist with someone i don't i don't i don't want to belabor the point but just being able to connect with people who you care about it just puts you in a different mind place no matter what you're going through just it it, it helps if you want to support mason go get a massage from the uh the best massage therapist in ottawa hands down bar none go check him out mason tim also like to thank matt nafe at matt nafe the man reached out let me little love you brother message and again, just warms your heart. Just lets you know you're not alone. Lets you know that uh, your friends will always be there for you when you need them. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. We'd love to have you over there. For the mental health check this week, your boy is fresh off a set of Sunday scaries. It's interesting how just going through this podcast and it's, it, honestly, it's comparable to like journaling, where the more that you document, the more that you, you know, just try and check in with yourself, the more patterns you start to see. And once you recognize the patterns, it can help you to move through some of the things that you're experiencing. For me, knowing that Sundays is not a day that I should expect a lot from myself. Just knowing me, Sundays are typically a low mood recovery just kind of exist type of days. And for me, that helps me in two ways. One, it helps me try and structure my week where I'm getting things done Monday to Saturday and allowing Sunday to just be a rest day. But also knowing my patterns helps me to temper my expectations and knowing what's coming just kind of makes it a bit easier to cope with. Right? If I know on Sundays that I mean, I'm I'm going to feel a certain way when I see it. I'm not surprised. And when I'm not surprised, I can start to apply some of the coping strategies, some of the things that I'm really trying to work on. And that was really true this weekend. You know, I know that um, through journaling and all that is one of my biggest focuses right now is trying to take advantage of the self-care options that I do have for myself and trying to put my needs first if I can. So one of the ways I'm trying to do that is one to take advantage of, you know, the benefits I do have um, currently, you know, if you're, if you're employed and if you have, you know, benefits to use, use them. I haven't gotten a massage since pre COVID because, well, why I didn't want to go to a massage place during COVID um, I didn't know if it was going to be legit. I didn't know, you know, if it's safe or, or what have you. Also with those shops being closed down for so long, it just got me out of the routine of going regularly for massages. And as I sit there, I just start to realize just how much tension and stress has gone undealt with, right? And just things that I haven't addressed ways that I'm just carrying around stress. And I wonder why I feel stressed sometimes. And it's not just that, you know, it goes to trying to set up my life where I am making myself a priority, having a bedtime, having, you know, a, a, a goal for eating and just having direction, I guess. And when I don't have direction, I struggle. But 
right now I'm just finding that trying to make me the priority. I don't, it's kind of cool. <laughs> it's new. It's different. But knowing that I can't be my best if I don't give myself my best and give myself the best chance of being my best self. So for me right now, that's where I'm at is I'm trying to carve out the space for me that I need and not being apologetic about that, not downplaying my needs, not trying to be strong or putting on some kind of facade that I don't need to take that time for myself because it's it's not true. And I guess, yeah, growing up is kind of just realizing what you don't like and doing that stuff less and realizing what you do like and making more time for that. And I'm just trying to embrace that process. It is fun to kind of look back and see the progress that I have made. And, you know, it can be discouraging to look and see the things that I continue to just walk into a, a wall about and bang my head off the wall trying to change, but not really seeing as much success as I would like. But even through those difficult times, there is growth and there's understanding. And maybe that understanding is that, hey, that thing you're trying isn't going to work. So you have to try something else. And honestly, I'm just thankful for for those opportunities. I'm thankful for 2020, 2021 so far because it's really put my coping, my the the way I approach life, it's put that to the test. And through that, I think that I've strengthened my resolve. I think that I've taken steps forward in my self-care importance and not just preaching it, but really doing it. And Honestly, it's a big step forward in self-understanding. So I, I don't, if we don't have gratitude in times like this, I, I don't know where we'd be. Gratitude is something that I think is huge for me right now. And gratitude is something that I have just, it just immense, immense gratitude for my friends, for my family, and those that you know are, are close to me right now. One of those people who I have gratitude for Caleb Oliver, the man, the myth, the legend, back on the show this week. Excuse any kind of audio concerns or anything like that. I'm trying a new setup here. And, you know, it just takes a while to get it right and just uh, get everything sounding crispy. So I'm trying my best. Um, and we're going to get that side out of it. But the show this week was really good. It, it was really nice to catch up again with Caleb. We've been trying to plan this show for a while, but we finally got down to it. We just walked through you know, just some of the difficulties, some of the success stories, just some of the things that we're going through. And really, that's what this whole show is about, is just letting people in on the journey, knowing that they're not alone, and just trying to you know, give actionable advice where we can. So I really appreciated this show. If you like Caleb, go follow Caleb. If you like the show, I don't know, listen some more. <laughs> Share, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you want uh, a little more tie into life, come on out uh, Thursdays on Twitch. I'll leave a link in the show notes. This week, I think we're going to play Rocket League again, and uh, that'll be with some good friends. So that'll be good fun. Um, other than that, just wish you have a great week. And I hope that whatever you come across this week, whatever you do, just know that even if it doesn't go your way, it's still a learning experience. It's still an opportunity for growth. And you're getting stronger each day that you go through something. It's all going to be worth it in the end. The difficult times will pass. The good times are on the horizon. If you're in a good time right now, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Reach out while you have that energy. Be that light for other people. Be the tide that raises the other boat. Together, we will get through this. And I'm stepping off my soapbox now, so please welcome Caleb Oliver! Turn from don't call it a comeback. Yeah, no. But the return of Caleb Olive to the Declaration Podcast. Caleb, Caleb Olive. What's your name? What's your name? Drop the R. Yeah, it's 2021. Drop the R. Uh, Caleb Oliver.
Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good, buddy. I'm doing marginally better than I was the last time we tried to do this. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, we were both uh, coming off one and realized that our brains weren't <laughs> functioning at max capacity. We couldn't have a conversation just two guys sitting in a room, let alone trying to trying to make substantial, you know, immediate like not a chance <laughs> yeah I, I always say like i feel incapable of original thought yeah like I, that was exactly what it was i can't contribute anything yeah. like i can't come up with something on the spot that's yeah. pretty much podcasting in a nutshell <laughs> is those things yeah, so. so instead we get to we delayed it two weeks and now we get to talk about how we couldn't talk oh look at us go <laughs> so uh how have you been it's been a like said, a minute since you've been on the show yeah. so how you doing uh good turned 30 a couple weeks ago you know you were there mm-hmm. right on how's uh how's it feel um yeah like i was saying people weren't joking when they said that the hangovers hit harder after 30 because they i i don't know maybe it's just a stupid cliche maybe i'm just buying into uh into the hype or lack thereof i suppose um <laughs> but yeah the, like i had few drinks last night and i was still working off a hangover but managed to force myself to go to the gym hungover which is never a good idea but i did it <laughs> it's the meathead special yeah yeah it was well it, i guess i had it hadn't really hit me until right toward the end of my workout and then i was like yeah i'm not doing cardio and i just went home <laughs> yeah yeah uh now were you a hangover person pre-30 um yeah toward the latter part of my 20s they definitely started to hit more and more um it all depends on like at around 26 25 26 i started actually like prepping for the hangover like drinking a wa- bunch of water taking advil before i go to bed make sure i'm eating something carb heavy right before i go to sleep and if i forget to do those things like it's just i know i'm a right off the next day like, the, the pro-gamer move is to drink water, like, between your drinks. Right. And and I think I was trying to do that on my birthday, but after the, I think the three the three beer shotgun, Lucas likes to, <laughs> he said that, like, as soon as I did that, he was like, that's going to hit you in about a half an hour. And about a half an hour after I did that is where the memories stop completely. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that. Like, I don't know what it is about that method. But it just, yeah, yeah, it just hits different. And like I, I always say, like I didn't learn much in college, but I learned how to do that. And you gotta be good at something, right? That's fair. I might as well be good at shotgun beers. That's fair. I'm just I'm gonna get it all over my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, that just gives you an excuse to take your shirt off, right? Which we all know you love to do. You're not wrong. We also have a uh, a third guest in the show, Delilah. So if you hear her tail flapping against the uh, against the table or Caleb's hand getting attacked, <laughs> that'd be Delilah. Delilah, how you doing today? Okay, cool. Good podcast. Delilah, get off Caleb, yeah, please. Yeah, this is great radio. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're not living in town anymore. No, had a, supposed to move in with a guy and um, he bailed on me and I didn't really have anywhere to go. I had already told my roommates I was leaving. They gave me an extra month. Right, um, and then yeah, put all my shit in your basement and uh, <laughs> moved in with my mom. Hey, honestly, it's not a bad move. It's yeah. uh, the financially responsible move. I mean, yeah, and it was like, okay, good, I'll be able to save some money, and then I spend all my money driving to and from the city <laughs> every weekend to see my friends and, <laughs> and my new girlfriend. So it's uh, yeah, I mean, some money's getting saved, but definitely not as much as you'd expect. The I said when I moved in, this was back in the fall, right? It was like, okay, as long as I'm out when I turn 30. And now it's like, I got no reason to leave, you know? Like, it, I, I don't really think there's much of a stigma anymore to living with your parents. Like, sure, I'd love to, you know, come into the city and buy a house like you did, but uh, <laughs> it's just not in my cards right now. That's fair. Yeah. Um, what uh, What's the place like out there? It's a little cottage on a lake, um, which... Had Beer Olympics gone through, you would have seen, but uh, of course I managed to injure myself right before that, and we couldn't do that. Um, oh, yeah, I've been injured that day. Like, I 
absolutely. That was when you busted your quad, right? Yeah, I tore my quad. Yeah, yeah that was brutal. Um, <laughs> got cleats for softball. I'd been struggling at hitting in softball because my feet were slipping. And I got cleats. And then I tagged one and I went to take off. And I just, I guess I put so much torque into my quad. like, And, you know, I'm in the gym a lot, right? So I'm working that muscle a lot. And it just like, oh man, it hurts so bad. That was like, for like sudden bursts of pain, probably the worst yeah. I've ever felt. Yeah. Still made it to first. Uh, on one leg, I like basically hopped to first. Um, but yeah, it re- it literally felt like someone stabbed me in my leg. It was brutal. Well, I mean, you were safe, right? So I, yes. Yeah, I made it. I got a, got a pinch runner. I was yeah. good. Well, I mean, I've never busted a quad before, but I imagine it takes it's in some pretty uh, crazy torque. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, yeah, no? not, not a good time. No. Um, and then took me out for most of most of the rest of the season, but then the season ended up getting canceled anyway. And then when it uh, when it came back, I was good and rested, ready to play. And uh, yeah, just looking forward to getting back to softball. Yeah, no, I'm. I really haven't looked forward to a softball season more than I am this year. Yeah, uh, rec sports just hit different. Yeah, um, especially when like socialization is taken away for you know a good chunk of the world. And it's one of those recs. It's one of those sports that you can sort of do. Yeah, distance right, yeah. like. I, I just started doing rec basketball too, right? And uh, I played my first week last week. I'm playing again tomorrow. It's impossible, right? Like they say in like the emails they send out, they're like, yeah, don't be high five in between plays and stuff. Like It's like, I've been breathing on this guy's neck all game. Like I'm going <laughs> to, you know, I'm going to dap him up, right? Yeah. Like it's not, yeah. we do everything we can. There's contact tracing, all that stuff, right? I'm I'm really good otherwise, but like, yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like, what are we gonna play with masks on? No, yeah, right. right? Yeah. If you're gonna offer it, and you know our numbers are pretty manageable, like I'm gonna go play basketball, yeah. and it was the best. I had so much fun. I didn't play basketball growing up at all, right? Yeah. I've only like you know shooting around 21, right? I always kind of had a shot. Um, and then I'm going to this rec basketball league, and. It says, it's like, you know, it's like a fun league, you know, it's not competitive, right? And I rolled up, man. I was in the bottom five for height for men. There was a couple of shorter women there, but like everybody was my height or higher, right? It was just. And for it, the people not watching us right oh, now, right. how tall are yeah, you? Yeah, right. I'm 6'1, right? 6'1 <laughs> um, first thing in the morning. And, uh, you know, spine compresses throughout the day. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, to be, you know, I wasn't sure, I didn't feel short, but, like, I didn't feel tall, and I normally feel pretty tall, um, you know, and I was, like, playing the center role because I can't dribble, I'm a terrible dribbler, my shot, in-game, got awful. I just, like, the nerves <laughs> As soon as the pressure's yeah, there. Yeah, as soon as there's any pressure, and so, so I just live in the paint, right? I just play in the paint and throw my elbows around Dennis Robin style, and, uh, um, you know, I was good because, like, the first team we played, I had the athleticism on the guy I was playing. He was taller than me. He had a good three, four inches on me. But I was just, you know, I had the stamina over him. And then the second game, this dude that I was defending wearing a Nike running t-shirt. As soon as I saw the t-shirt, I was like, well, I'm boned. Like, <laughs> and this dude, I had, again, like, maybe two, three inches on him. But he was hopping around like a flea. It was oh. insane. Like, I couldn't do anything to him. The In the second game we played against them, when he put his hands on his knees, like, cause he was tired, that was my victory for the day. I was like, I didn't care what happened to the rest of the game. I tired him out a little bit and that made me happy. Yeah. Right. Cause I won't put my hands on my knees, you know, and, and be tired until my opponent does. Right. Like, I'm just like that way. I, oh, have, thank God. I, have, I literally said that I, when he put his hands on his knees, I was like, Oh, thank, thank you so much, man. Like, give me, <laughs> give me the chance to rest. Cause like, I just can't be. You know, we're competitive guys. Like, I can't be the first one to to admit that he's tired, right? I just got to... And then, like, I have not done a leg day workout that gassed me and, like, made my legs as sore as an hour and a half of rec basketball did. Hmm. I was destroyed. Like, a week previous to that, I squatted 315 pounds. And it didn't do anything. Like, this running, just because it's like, 
and you remember I was running in the summer, oh, right? God. But that was long distance running, yeah. right? This is just up and down the court, like yeah. sprinting the whole way. It's, and, it's oh different. My God, it's different. It's crazy. I got this blister on the side of my toe that was a freaking size of a toonie. <laughs> oh my God. Was, I think I sent you the Snapchat. It was yeah. gnarly. Yeah. 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 Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah. yeah I, do well, I, I did give people a warning, right? Yeah. I did send out the, hey, this picture of my foot. So. Um, yeah, then you got like, all excited. About, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but no, I mean, I've been, um, yeah, I've been trying to find that like competitive outlet too. Yeah, you do dodgeball too. Dodgeball, right? a yeah. that dodgeball is the spot for yeah. that. Oh, like you get some real tryhards. <laughs> and How can you be tryhard at dodgeball because like I can understand that like basketball is like oh there's a couple guys that I that I hoop with that played college ball right and it's like I can kind of understand but like that was a collegiate dodgeball player right. Yeah, so everyone thinks they have a fighting shot. <laughs> no, it, it's a really cool, uh, honestly, it's like, I, my my niche is dodging. Yeah. And, like, my arm, my shoulder is about to fall off this oh, year. Yeah. Like, all that, like, last year and, like, a little bit of the season that I played last year, it was fine. Right? My arm, fine. Don't really get too, too sore. This year, approaching 30, hitting different, yeah. right? But... As I'm getting like deeper into the season, like my 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 throws are getting a little more low. My dodges, dude. Yeah. I'm playing psychology out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I'm like faking one way slide and trying to catch. I'm doing everything, and it's like one of those things where if you try hard, you're gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah. And we actually so typically there's like beginner, intermediate, and international. Internationals, like that's like pro basically okay. or whatever, right? Um. They had to combine beginner and intermediate. And, like, when you submit to, like, HSCC, HSSC, SSC, I think. Anyways, um, you say, like, what rating you are in terms of skill. I think yeah. you said, like, 2 out of 10. I do that for, for basketball, too. Yeah. So, I think they're, like, 2 out of 10. And, like, we were the only people in, like, that range. But we got added into, like, the people who yeah. actually play competitively. Like, one of the teams have jerseys and stuff. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> right? But, like, beginning of the season, we got wiped across the floor yeah. by these teams, right? But as we're progressing, we're winning, like, more and more games. You're learning, thing. you're figuring out the, the niche of the game, yeah. right? Yeah. I think, la- like, like, like early season, we're, like, 17-2, something like that, right? Now it's, like, 13-8, or, like, 11. You know, like, we're getting, yeah. you're getting there, and, like, we're actually putting up a, a fight. Now, the balls that you use in that, are they, like, the chump-ass foam balls that they made us... Really? You yeah. don't get those fun rubber ones? No. That you knock somebody's teeth out Dude, with? hey. <laughs> you can uh, you can really whip those foam ones. Can you? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think back to, like, being a kid. Yeah. And I remember, like, you couldn't really... Because we were, like... Or I guess I'm a little bit older than you. Um, I was in the era of, like, they were phasing out those rubber balls that could, like, <laughs> knock the wind out of your chest, right? They're... They, like... I think grade three, four is when they switched over to those chump ass foam balls. And like when you've, you know, like when, when all you've eaten your whole life is a peanut butter sandwich, then a peanut butter sandwich is a peanut butter sandwich. But man, I've had filet mignon. I have <laughs> beamed kids in the head with that hard rubber ball. I know the sensation of that boing when it bounces off of somebody's face. Oh my God. You're not going to make someone cry with a foam ball. Because that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal of dodgeball. It's to hurt people. No, let me tell you, you can get some some velocity on that. And, like, also with the foam, it's, like, more prone to, like, curve yeah. as well. So you can get some pretty insane shots. And, honestly, I would not play if it was rubber balls because I'm too scared. <laughs> well, yeah, we're old, right? I'm like, bitch-made when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, Going back to where, like, you know, live with your mom and all that. Yeah, um, yeah please keep reminding no. me that. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking, like, with COVID and everything, right? It's been kind of like a super yeah. introspective year. And I mean, living in, at like a cottage, that sounds like the move. Cottage on a lake is not bad. My room is tiny, right? Like my bed's in your basement because mm-hmm. it literally doesn't fit in the room I have, right? Yeah. I have a, sleep on a twin bed, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I mean, no, ladies, no. Um, yeah, so it's, it's all right. And like, but being 30, it, living with your mom, like, it's not even the stigma of it. It's, we're two very different people, right? So, you know, got to get out of each other's way a lot, which is, is tough to do. It's a very small little cottage, but my mom's my best friend and I 
love her to death, and for the first few months of lockdown when I couldn't go see her, it killed me, because I saw my mom every couple of weeks, right? And I know you're away from your mom, and I'm sorry, that sucks, no. but um, but I'm not, so in your yeah. face. Um, Man and a boop. <laughs> yeah. um, so the idea of going into another lockdown where we weren't allowed to see people, okay, well, like, at least I will be able to see my mom if that happens, right? Like, hopefully it doesn't, vaccines rolling out, right? Like, and uh, one of the big benefits to turning 30 is I get the vaccine a little bit earlier than you young whippersnappers. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the only real downside to it is is living in Bridgewater, not being in Halifax, right? But I got the car, I like podcasts, so. Honestly, a good drive yeah. can just set your mind right. When it's nice out, for sure, when it's sunny, there's nothing better than that drive to, well, there's a lot of things better, but uh, that, that drive to and from the South Shore is actually quite quite a nice drive um as long as you don't have somebody going 10 kilometers under the speed limit like people <laughs> like to do in Nova Scotia um yeah it, it's honestly not too bad it was windy as hell on the way here today oh. I was getting whipped all over the road it was nice. crazy and like I got a low Honda Civic right like it's not not a high car I couldn't imagine being in an SUV out there on that highway today it would have been Gnarly. I, mean, I stepped out of my deck this morning and had almost got taken aback. Like it was, yeah, it was strong. And you're a sturdy boy. I'm a low center of gravity <laughs> yeah, boy. <exactly. laughs> I, say, I would have been in the one percentile if I went to rec dot or rec basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it was. Uh, I mean, there was probably there's probably five or six guys shorter than me. A lot of guys were like the same height or maybe like an inch shorter, but like you can't really tell when you're falling, right? Um, <laughs> when you're in the zone, you just can't really tell. Well, everybody's like, you know, you're not standing up straight, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, there was some freaking athletic guys there. Oh, and I like, I of course run my mouth, right? That's just I'm a mouthpiece. That's what I do. And like, because when I I spent my whole childhood just trying to make people laugh, right? And so people like that guy on on the court, right? Thankfully, some people I can tell are like, all right, buddy, shut up, right? <laughs> but like, if I if I can find one guy and or girl and get them laughing like okay you're my audience for the day and i'm just gonna do my best to make you laugh as much as possible <laughs> and i had i had the audience every single game like there was somebody on the other team that i could that would shit talk me right and um yeah run my mouth more than i ran my feet and i still ran my feet a lot that's fair yeah and one of the things that i guess like i found through quarantine through covid through 2020 2021 it's like when i have like some kind of competitive outlet when I have sports, when I have just exercise in general. Yeah. It just makes a, a difference in the mood. And it makes a difference in like just dealing with the stresses of day in and day out. Are you finding like adding in sports, adding in these things, like going to the gym again and all that? Like you find that's all helpful? Well, all like helping? I, I feel like I never have time for anything because cause I'm always doing stuff, right? And like I'm, I'm working nine and a half hour shifts right now and it would be really easy for me to not go to the gym because of that. Cause that's a long day, right? I go to the gym before work when I start a later shift and after work, if I have an early shift and nine and a half hour shift, I'm usually at the gym two and a half hours. That's a 12 hour day. Right. And it's like, I understand it's not mandatory, right? Going to the gym isn't mandatory, but for me it is right. Like for me, it's my sanity is like really, really need that to be able to go and, and exercise and move my body and torture myself. Um, and uh, and being able to find, like, another outlet, like basketball. I, I really have always been a fan of, like, just, like, team sport and competitiveness, right? Like, being competitive, I don't know what it was. I think it was just kind of always vying for my brother's attention growing up was like, oh, look, I won this thing, right? But... Um, and I think being a, sort of an underdog my whole life, it's like now that I actually have a little bit of athletic ability, it's nice to, you know, be able to show it off a little bit, right? And, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not the best player on the basketball court, but I try. I try hard, and um, it's pretty tough to knock me over, right? Mm-hmm. I Like, for, for a tall guy, I'm pretty – I got a pretty low center of gravity too, right? Mm-hmm. I'm mostly torso. <laughs> I'm like 90% torso. Yeah. <laughs> got these little stubs. Oh, for legs, but yeah, no, it's... Yeah, I wouldn't call your legs little. I, no, would, I would describe your legs a lot of ways. Yeah, little, little is not, not one of them. Um, <laughs> height challenged. Yeah, they're there short. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> they're compact. Yeah, there um, you go. 
there are as much meat in those legs as I got in mine in just a <laughs> tighter package. <laughs> Tie to Claire, the tight package. Yeah. Tie the tight package to Claire. Cool. Well, I'm wearing my, my skinny jeans today because my joggers are all uh, <laughs> dirty, and I, I pulled these things on for the first time in months, and it's just like, oh my god, my quads just keep getting bigger the more I'm squatting <laughs> and stuff like that, right? It's like I like, paint these things on. Uh. So welcome to the Caleb Oliver Fantasy Project. Um, <laughs> um, no, thank you uh, for sharing that. I do appreciate it because we all want to know. Really, I think why everyone tunes in today is to realize how does Caleb fit into his jeans, yeah. and how does he feel in those? Yeah, jeans? skinny jeans are tough, man. When you when you're a big quad boy, you get it. Oh yeah, no, right? hey, like, big big thigh guy problem. Yeah, exactly. when you find a good pair of jeans, you want to scream it from the mountaintop. Yeah, and I got these, I got these joggers at Winners, and they had a bunch of different pairs, but I only bought one pair, and I was kicking myself that I didn't buy more because they're the most comfortable pants in the world. I'm all joggers, and if the if the pants don't have elastic in them, I don't want them anywhere on my body. <laughs> um, and I was kicking myself, and then. For my birthday, my mom, of course, tracked down these pants. Like, it's winners, right? You can't guarantee that it, that same thing's going to be there, right? And she tracked down another pair of these pants out of winners and got it for me. Like, bless her heart. Love my mom. She's the best. So thoughtful. There's, you know, there's a lot of things that are better, but there's not much that's, like, truly better than a good winners or Marshalls run. Yeah. When you come home and you're like, well, I have an entire new wardrobe for um, school, work, whatever. Yeah. And I, and I dropped 60 bucks and I got three shirts oh. and a pair of jeans, right? Oh. Like, I I exclusively shop at Marshall's for uh, um, gym shoes. Because you can get Converse. Really? You can, at Marshall's, you can get Converse any day of the year. Huh. Right? And I lift in Converse because it's like a cheap, flat bottom shoe, right? And you kind of burn through shoes quickly. So, um, my last pair was, was Clown Red. And I remember those. Yeah. I was just like, it's tough pairing. I didn't realize when I bought them, but pairing an outfit with bright red shoes not the easiest thing in the world. Unless you're going like black pants. Like, yeah, that's exactly. Much really and, and, and like, if I ever wore green, I look like a Christmas tree. And my knee <laughs> sleeves, or, well, not a Christmas tree, but like I look like I was doing a Christmas thing, right? And and my knee sleeves are like a forest green. So with the red shoes, it just looked a little bit silly. And then I have a red hoodie that I wear to the gym, and it's like, oh, this looks way too intentional. Just, right? like, <laughs> just go as a cherry tomato. Yeah, like it was brutal. But, uh, <laughs> and now with, like, gym shirts, I've started, again, just buying, like, twelve ninety nine graphic tees at Winners and just cut the sleeves off of them because I'm a douchebag, and i got to do that now, right? Yeah. It, it comes in the contract. You yeah. You have to. And I did cut the crop last night after a couple of drinks, so that will be... Debuted. Debuted soon. It was supposed to be today. I was going to debut the crop top, but I was not feeling it this morning <laughs> in the slightest. So, yeah. And it, it, I think it needs to be a sunny day because I need to walk into the gym with the crop, right? You have to feel the crop if you're going to exactly. wear it. Exactly. It needs to be, it's a confidence thing. Yeah. And I just wasn't feeling the confidence today. So, yeah. big right. apologies to my Instagram followers <laughs> who, who voted for the crop. I had four people vote no, and that fueled me more than the 50 yes votes I Did got. you unfollow those four people? <laughs> I blocked one person, actually. I was like, I don't need you in my life, right? Activity. A couple people, I think it was they were just looking out for me, thinking I was going to, but you, you know how I am, right? Like, I don't, I don't really care what people think about me all that much, right? And, and it's fun to be a little bit goofy and stand out and, you know, like, I don't have a six-pack, right? And, like... Whatever, I'll let my belly hang out. I was wearing that thing last night after I cut the crop top, and I never felt more confident in my life <laughs> with my big hairy gut hanging out. And it just, it just was like, okay, like I'm powerful in this. You're yeah. gonna see me in crop tops okay. all summer, it, okay. as long as I'm not in like a real sit down situation. I'm just imagining like seated crop top is not a good. It, it's fair. I'm just imagining like Ezekiel Elliott post Cabo trip, yeah. wearing that like crop top look. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty accurate, but, like, on the exact opposite end of the skin color spectrum. Because um, yeah. yeah. I am so British that, like, mm. I'm clear. Like, I'm a, sh- a shade above clear. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, no, I, I don't have an argument. For from afar in the yeah. summer, I look tan because I freckle like a monster. 
right? And then it's like one of those like you see like a pointillism picture, right? Where you yeah. put a little bunch of dots yeah. really close together, and it, and it makes it's like a connected a, dot a solid yeah. a solid <laughs> image, right? But yeah, no, it's just literally just I just get riddled with freckles in the summer. Do you have any like bad freckle like clusters or like get burned anywhere? And you have like no, it's just like. Once I get, you know, a good burn, and mm. then I just turn, like, dotted orange. Like, and some of them hang out year-round, right? But, like, yeah. wait until the summer, and I'm wearing tank tops and, like, and crop tops, and I'm just going to be a freckly monster. Yeah. And, like, it's funny because people who see me regularly don't really notice the freckles come in, but then someone who hasn't seen me in a couple months is like, whoa, right? And, yeah. then, I, and then I remember, oh, yeah, right, yeah, my whole appearance changes. <laughs> Speaking of sports, um... We were, I used to play a bunch of sports when I was younger, right? Football was the biggest one. Oh, do you like football? I do. Yeah, do you not know that? No? no. Cool. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I played a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dabbled. <laughs> so we, for the high school team to raise money, we used to hand out programs at the local air show. It's like a, yeah. It was a pretty big deal. It was like a, a cool air show. Like the, the Snowbirds, the, um, what's the American one? Uh, Blue, Angels. Blue Angels, like all that was there. Pull that out. Yeah, yeah, right? uh, <laughs> so matter of fact, like, I might as well have been like Blue Angels, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Anyways, I um, I've never been one to pre- uh, prepare when it comes to sunscreen or yeah, no, I've been sun bad about that too. Yeah. Um, and it was like a couple, like thirty plus days in a row, and like I'm not sure if you can even still see it. Like my shoulders, like back here. Are just like get in there. Oh are yeah, yeah, just freckles. Like yeah. it was like blistered. It was everything, and it was. So, so does it get worse? Like, or is it like that's your freckle patch? All that's my. Time? I think okay. I, that's just my freckle patch at this point. For me, life. they come and go. It's oh. weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like when the sun comes out, yeah. you know, I'm sure more freckles will appear. But those ones are here to stay. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> it's probably just the start of uh my decomposition yeah, as, as a go. human it's being. It starts in the shoulders. Yeah. yeah, I I got good about. Um, about sunscreen this summer because this past summer because I spent the entire summer at Long Lake, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like I burned so easily, right? And then it was just like, okay, you know, coming up on thirty, it's time to start taking care of my skin, and and hate hated the, um, you know, like you burn, and then it's like I don't want to go out in the sun, right? Yeah. And I was uh, fun employed as I like to call it all mm-hmm. summer, um, and so I was like, okay, well. I spent most of my time outdoors when I could, and uh, yeah, so really got good with the sunscreen, and again, with the running, like, I was putting sunscreen on before I ran and stuff like that, so, you know, you miss a day here and there, but it's not the end of the world, Um, and then you just get to lather yourself with aloe vera. That's true. Get all sticky. Hey. (laughs) I just think of that, like, um, not aloe vera, it's not an aloe vera drink, right? The, um... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah that green thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, is it well, the, I don't know what it is. Whatever. It's got chunks in it. Yeah, it has chunks yeah. in it. That's like what I'm picturing. Yeah. I feel like everybody bought that once because it looks cool, and it's like when you, when you look at a thing of aloe vera, I want to drink it. That's fair, right? Like it's it, it, it looks, looks very refreshing. Delicious. Yeah. It looks like green apple goodness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so then it's like, oh, this you actually can drink it, and then you drink it, and it's got like chunks in it and stuff like that. Yeah. See, I'm a I'm a pro chunk person. I'm yeah. a I'm a pro you like chunky, a chunky boy. Drink? Hey, I like chunky peanut butter. I like a chunky, I like a chunky drink. Peanut butter too. You know, a good chunky milkshake. Oh, daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyways, we'll we'll get back on we'll we'll, we'll circle <laughs> back on that in the chunk podcast. Um, but yeah, no, the just the I guess just the navigating just everything of what happened through COVID and all that. I just find finding those little things that give yeah. you joy. Yeah, exactly. Any anything oh. to really kind of elevate your mood yeah right and uh i feel like we like just as a society we started judging people a lot less because Mm -hmm. of it because we all slipped everybody's behavior slipped a little bit or you know people were able to kind of reveal themselves a little bit more right and where i kind of always live out loud and 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 hard on my sleeve stuff like that a lot of people weren't like that and then you know you gotta see some benefit in in this cultural shift we've gone through, right? I mean, it's going to make a lot of people agoraphobic, unfortunately. Um, but 
maybe some good could have come out of the garbage year that was 2020, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there, there's always going to be pluses and minuses. It's very easy to focus on the minuses, but mm-hmm. I mean, I was just curious from like your perspective, just because I mean, like you know, like like getting laid off and all that just happening through COVID. Like, what was that like? So I actually got a Facebook memory the other day of like my final weeks with WestJet. Yeah. Um, and I worked, you know, my final week at WestJet was just, I was just a professional whipping boy. Like it, all I did, I answered the phone and got screamed at because unfortunately if an airline had to refund every single, like give actual money back to every single person who had booked a flight and then had to cancel it due to COVID, every airline would have gone out of business, right? And people didn't really seem to care about that. And it was a lot of like, um, and I always wanted to be a smart ass, right? And it was always <laughs> like, I always wanted to be like, uh, so are you cool with like taking the bus everywhere you go from now on? Because if we have to give you your money back, like every single, and people not understanding, like, dude, I'm the bottom line customer service. Like, and they're like, oh, let me t- speak to your manager. I'm like, we, I literally can't send you to my manager about this because it's like you can either take your rewards points or not, right? Um, and it sucked, and I really did feel for those people, but it's like, we're going to be flying again. Like, I, I understand. And and eventually, I think it changed, and after I was gone, there was, you know, they were a little easier to do refunds, but, like, I really did kind of being on the airline side of it, right? Like, and it's big, bad airlines, right? Everybody hates the airlines is really essential service and they, um, yeah. So like some people, they, whenever I'd get a call that was like, somebody was like, no, whatever, just give me the credit. That's fine. Like, I don't care. Oh man, those people were the best. I try to keep them on the line as long as I <laughs> to avoid the next person who's going to scream at me. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it just, <laughs> I guess that's my fault for, you know, I started working for an airline eight months before coronavirus hit. Like, oh, man. Could not have had worse time. I was going to say. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that memory came up of me just absolutely slamming a beer. And uh, (laughs) I remember my my very, what ended up being my very last shift. It wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be my second last. But then my last shift, I had gone to the grocery store earlier that day, and then there was an exposure at the grocery store. Like, I got, like, literally as I got home, Mm -hmm. I was like, Right. Like, so I was just bundle of anxiety yeah. thinking I was about to die. Called in. I was like, you guys probably don't want to pay me anyway. Right. They're like, no. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. <laughs> See you later. Right. But my second last shift, I was right toward the end of my shift. It'd been a long shift to get yelled at. And I, I just said to the guy, I was like, Hey buddy, like this is my second last shift. I've got laid up, laid off because of this. Do you think these policies are my policies that I put in place? And do you think that I deserve to be yelled at right now? Mm-hmm. And he just stopped and goes, I guess not. And I go, okay, so I can either give you your credit or you can call back later. <laughs> and he was like, okay, right? Like yeah. I was, I'm very professional on the phones, right? Like I'm not trying to lose my job or anything like that, but I just reached my breaking point mm-hmm. and it was brutal, man. And, Right after I did that, it was like this weight got lifted off my shoulder. I finally like clapped back at somebody, yeah. realizing that it was like there was no. What are they gonna do? Fire me again? Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Can't lay me off twice. Yeah, right? like, a, little bit, a little bit of freedom. Yeah, exactly. It was. I was. I was a lot less scared to. Um, and that, I think that ended up being like one of my last calls I ever took. And I mean, WestJet did what they had to do, right? Like when you're in the travel industry and there's a worldwide. Uh, panini like it's just like what you're boned right like and and i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to empathize with millionaires because there are millionaires right at the company but like everybody got hit right and like i was seeing class action lawsuits and stuff like that coming up to to take down the big bad airlines and it's like guys like they're taking down themselves yeah (laughs) you know um and and they did get you know government money like i get it um is there, there, the worst industry to be in during this would have been travel and tourism, right? It was absolutely the worst. I got friends who work in tourism out west on the ski hills and, like, losing their jobs or, like, you know, ski hills out west, like, completely screwed this year, right? 
which would have been great for locals because there would have been a lot less having to share the hill, but uh, um, completely erased nightlife, right? Yeah. And that's where yeah. a lot of these hills made most of their money was in the nightlife, yeah. right? So That's true. Yeah, no, like I said, it definitely impacted everyone, but and like I think we all can have like different but also similar experiences, right? Like obviously your experience to a millionaire's experience is going to be different. Yeah. And your bad day and their bad day are different. Yeah. Now, like, post your last shift, what was that like? Like, accepting that I was unemployed and had no idea what I was going to do with my life because of this company that I was very excited to be working for. And I was like, okay, I'm moving up this ladder. Like, I'm not staying in this position. This is a starting out. And uh, and then it was like, oh, no, it's back to square one. Go find a new job, idiot, right? Um, I mean, I just threw myself into... I did what everybody did for the first couple months, right? Is I just got drunk and played video games the whole time and Zoom called with people. Um, which, you know, it was it was a little bit of fun, you know? I got pretty close to my roommates, right? Um, and, you know, got pretty sick of my roommates. Like, every everybody who was in a roommate situation did, right? Because I never... I didn't spend too much time at home when, like, beforehand, right? Like, I worked from home before everybody, you know, I did it before. It was cool. Um, and, uh, and so I tried to spend as little time as possible there. Right. So I'd go to the gym, I'd go, you know, play softball, go hang out with friends. And then to go from barely ever being at my home to only being at my home. Right. Like it was, it was sketchy, but like really, you know, I started running. Right. And then promptly stopped running. Uh, (laughs) When my foot decided to have fasciitis, which, while a fun word to say, is a miserable thing to have. Yeah. Um, yeah so, I mean, it was. Uh, I, I forget the question. Uh, I, I, I just ramble. Okay, that's yeah. that's pretty much ninety five percent of podcasts. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So you basically just filled your time with yeah, running and tried to do anything I could. Tried to not let myself slip too much. Tried to limit my drinking to the weekends. That was a big one. No, like, true. Let's not drink seven days a week, right? Let's no. let's enjoy our and both my roommates kept working throughout it, right? And I was laid off, so I I don't generally like to drink by myself, right? Mm-hmm. And so we had like our Saturday night hang. It was like an organized thing. We were like we would throw like themed parties and stuff like that. Just the three of us nice. at our house, right? Playing uh like Zoom beer pong with people where you know you, just, <laughs> you both set up a table in your house and you just do that, right? It was fun. Played it with Winnie a couple times and um yeah, it was good. Like we we just tried to make events of the little things, yeah. right? Yeah. But now we're you know getting back to normal. I was able to. I was one of the um, the first of the two lockdown birthdays, yeah. right? Because I had literally like the day after lockdown was my birthday, right? Yeah. Um, and then I just had my second one, right? So it was nice that we were able to sort of navigate the the pandemic in a way that I could actually celebrate with you know some of the people yeah. I love, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, bless Cat and Winnie. They tried their best to make it a surprise party, but when you've I've attended so many surprise parties that they've thrown, you know, the, I know what's happening, right? Yeah. Like it was, um, I didn't expect the uh, the gold balloons. But that was kind of fun. No. Um, yeah, and uh, so I mean, yeah. it was a good time. I had a great time. I drank a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you got Caleb. me some of the nastiest shots I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah, Caleb uh, is the, other than Bria, the only person to kiss me this pandemic, so yeah. thank you for that. I, uh, yeah, I get loose with the lips when I drink. <laughs> See, and that's like, I guess like going back to the, you know, the COVID conversation, which I'm sure everyone's just so yeah, fatigued yeah, at this exactly. point, right? Just, when I, like, with me and Bria going through it, like, it's a different perspective, different, yeah. different challenges, right? And, while like I'm in a in a like a business where like things got busier yeah. because of it, and I'm like looking like on the glass looking in, I'm like, man, I would just love to not have this responsibility and like you said, just yeah. kick back, have fun, like just focus on me, you know, make sourdough bread, whatever. Yeah. But I also know that that's like fool's gold, and like will wear off after like a week and a half. Yeah, exactly. It was it was 
slightly freeing, but then it was also like, what am I going to do when this is over? And it just, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and I always say like, I had a pretty good summer. I'm not going to lie. I had a pretty good summer and, and I feel guilty. I felt guilty about it the whole time about enjoying myself mm-hmm. through summer, but we were lucky enough to be in the province that I would say handled this the best. So we were able to have these freedoms and liberties, right? Yeah. We had a three week span with zero cases. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Ooh, let's go do stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Say what you will. Nova Scotia did it well. Yeah, we crushed it, yeah. and especially having well, I we shouldn't say crushed it because it's still ongoing, right? We're, just, we're continuing to crush it. Yeah. Um, the crushing continues. Bridgewater just had its first case the entire time. Really? Yeah. At a subway that I frequent, so that was a little bit sketchy. Don't get the, the sweet onion chicken teriyaki, dude. Yeah, it's not worth dying for. No. no. I was gonna free sub after cash in. Anyways, <laughs> so Caleb, how could you have a free sub and not cash it in? I, I am such a sucker it's, for subway man. Because it's on in my email and it's a QR code, yeah. and I have to, and I can't like use a QR code over DoorDash, so I have to go physically to a subway, and I just yeah. don't frequent subway very often. So yeah, you it's, see, it's uh, my like, that is my one of my favorite fast foods for sure, and it's not even fast food, right? Because it takes forever to get a sandwich made, but like. Yes. Oh, I just figured out what I'm gonna have for supper. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, and if I ever had a free sub, like I'm a, back when there were five dollar footlongs, right? right? I was a five dollar right. footlong guy, yeah. right? And so I'm still on the cold cut every time I go. In. If I had a free one, it's like steak and cheese, baby. Hook me up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Give me that twelve dollar sub. <laughs> okay. So we'll ask this, and then we'll start to wrap it up. Okay. What's the What's the go to sub? I get a, walk me through the process. I get a cold cut. For sure. Okay. Uh, on the uh, urban cheese bread. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you're not getting urban cheese bread, you're, you're not, you're not living. Yeah. Um, and a fun trick a buddy of mine taught me years ago is to eat it upside down so that the cheese and herb part hits your tongue first. Yeah. Completely changes yeah. the whole sandwich. Yeah. Like, the, the composition completely yeah. alters, right? Yeah. Um, you know, cold cut with whatever cheese I'm feeling, I'm not really glued to like one, one type of cheese. kind of just like, a, you know, play jazz, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, you know, I don't mess with tomatoes on a sandwich because it just turns it into a sloppy mess. Yeah. Right. Um, you got your lettuce, your cucumber, because yeah. something about Subway cucumber, it is the crunchiest, crispiest <laughs> cucumber in the world. And that texture, I need it in my life. I yeah. need that, that yeah. crunchy, crispity. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, onion, olives. They took the green olives away, which is a crime. Really? Yeah. Like, it was a few years ago it happened, right? Like, some of the independently owned ones will still have green olives, but, like, it's only black olives. And it's like, black olives, I mean, whatever, I'll take them. Yeah. But, like, give me green olives, man. Yeah. I need that salt. Yeah. Um, both types of hot peppers. And then the, the sauce, you know, depends on how I'm feeling. Uh, but most of the time it's the Chipotle. Because, like, let's be honest, I would take that canister of Chipotle and just drink it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it, it, yeah it, it's, it is sickly delicious. Yeah. And that's going to play really well into mine. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, it depends on the mood, obviously, right? But the sandwich that I got most often at Subway, double stacked steak and cheese. I knew you were steak and cheese. On yeah. herb. I knew it. And, yeah. So, goodness, I was still two beers all over the computer. That's, let's not do that. So, double stack. Yeah. Obviously, double meat, double cheese, Monterey Jack if they got it. If not, let's play jazz, right? Yeah. Um, if I'm getting veggies on that, Sammy, if? it's that's an if. It's maybe banana peppers. I'm not and here to mess up. And an ungodly amount of chipotle, chipotle sauce. Yeah, exactly. You just, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, it probably took years off my life, but yeah. I love that sandwich. I, I, I would not have taken you for a no veggies kind of guy, but uh, my palate's definitely changed yeah. in my uh, years of service here to the world. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I I typically oh, I usually am a veggie guy, but yeah. with that particular sandwich, there's just something about let's, just cut. Let, let's stop pretending. Let's just let's, let's, let, you know <laughs> like cut the shit. Yeah, like let's let, let's just get to it. Like yeah. we, we we both know why we're here, there's right? A, like, there's a guy who sits near me at work. He's going work from home next week, but he sits he sits near me at work and he goes to subway a couple times a week and he gets the steak and cheese with the ungodly amount of chipotle and like that chipotle smell man is like i can taste it when he's when he's sitting there eating a sandwich i'm just like 
Like, I, something about the smell of that Chipotle, man, it gets in you. This is the content people come for. Really, it really is. Yeah, it really Subway is. Oh, we could have done an entire overrated, underrated, perfectly rated of Subway sandwiches. Subway sandwiches, you could do fast food. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So many options. Anyways, what's uh, what's one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy life? Um, God, I preach it all the time. Just move your body. Like, I... I see far too often people are miserable and not moving their body. And it's like, you know, if you just move your body a little bit, I'm not saying go to the gym for two and a half hours. I'm not saying go do rec league basketball. I'm saying get up and go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Like the the endorphin release of that, the, um, just the positive effects mm-hmm. of moving your body. It's just like, and you don't need to be a super fitness freak about it. You can go for a one kilometer walk a day. Seriously, one kilometer a day, if you're a stagnant person, is going to change your life. Um, and that's what I always tell people. Every time someone comes to me and is like, hey man, like I saw what you did, I want to lose some weight. Okay, great. Like, just literally just go for a walk. Yeah. And it, it, it'll change your life. It'll make you a much happier person. I mean, I'm not a happy person 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but, you know. At least one of those hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good. And like, you know, I do most of my walking now on a treadmill on a 12 incline, right? But anytime I get, you know, it's sunny out, I'm just going to get up and go for a walk. There's a stark difference between Ty when he's exercised and Ty when he doesn't. Yeah. Because when I haven't, it's just, I can't deal with stress. I get sad. I yeah. get cranky. I Everything get... piles up, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, the littlest things can set you off. But like this week alone, um, bringing out like, let's just like try and do yoga in the morning. Yeah. Right? And we just did, like, 10, 15 minutes of just, like, yin yoga, so nothing crazy. You're just, like, you're just stretching. Yeah. And even just that yeah. made my day go better. I was in a better mood. Mm-hmm. I just I just felt more happy. Yeah, that much of 10 minutes of movement that's a it. day, right? It doesn't take a lot. It's just, just that 1%. That's the that's yeah. what that's what makes the difference. Yeah, and, you know, and, and it does make you want to treat yourself better, mm-hmm. right? If you make that little step and then you're going to go oh, I should drink more water right like and that's one that I even find myself slipping on a lot because I don't love drinking water I do it because I take creatine and if I don't my, I feel like my kidneys are going to shut down <laughs> right so yeah it's like <laughs> and I always say like I got a one liter bottle of water at work and uh, I'm like I got to pound at least one of these a shift because I drink two liters of water when I'm at the gym right but I got to drink that one liter of water while I'm at work and then I fill it up in the morning a lot of times it'll sit there my entire shift, and then the last hour I'm sitting there just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right, like slamming that water, I'm and it's saying. like it still counts, it still counts. <laughs> you know, it doesn't count. I can just, <laughs> I can just get in that zone, but yeah. I just forget to drink. I forget yeah. to do everything because I'm just. And you're like, why do I have a headache? Oh, because all I've consumed today is coffee. Yeah, <laughs> right. So you're saying I can't just run in a French press worth of coffee? Wow. Well, in my my work has a giant espresso machine. Oh, right? that'll get you. Like, that'll get you. Uh, I could sit there and just drink that all day, but uh, the, the yeah. caffeine dependency is real. Yeah, gotta stifle it a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, gotta gotta cut it with water. No. Yeah. Um, where can people find you online, Caleb? Oh yeah, Caleb from Canada. I'll just say that on Instagram. I don't Twitter. Um, my links to my cooking page, which is pretty dormant. Um, and my uh, dormant but big backlog. Yeah, it's a bit of a backlog. Um, and, uh, enough of a backlog to go check and, and out. And Caleb likes lifting, right? Is the, the current state of my, my fitness page because I change that name every now and then, but I think I've landed on a good, I had to get rid of Caleb does deadlifts cause I don't do deadlifts anymore. Um, because I've wrecked my back too many times. <laughs> Caleb does not do deadlifts. Does not do deadlifts. <laughs> Caleb does Romanian deadlifts. It doesn't really have the same ring to it. <laughs> well, that's okay. Uh, I appreciate your Romanian deadlifts. I appreciate you. Uh, what's something you're grateful for? Uh, being able to do this, man. I uh, and I'm grateful for you know everybody in the past couple of weeks that's reached out because of my birthday. Um, everybody who came out, yourself included, to my birthday it was it was awesome. Um, just felt a lot of love in the past couple of weeks, and that and that's good. Yeah. Shout out to Kim Oliver again, my mom. She's the best. Big ups to Kim. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I love you, dude. I love uh, I love seeing you develop. I love you too, bud. I love seeing you thrive. This is going to be uh, a steady incline 
yeah. to greatness for us. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, like it was down for a bit, right? But uh, yeah, peaks and valleys. Definitely going back up right peaks now. Peaks and valleys. Yeah. Navigate it. If you're not doing good, reach out. That's what we're here for. But other than that, just uh, find yourself a way to show yourself something. Bye. Bye, everybody in podcast land. Bye.